0: But uh, yeah, that, uh, I guess we're leaning towards what this is the media, real vote segment. Where are we taking this, uh, the Breonna Taylor shit, right? They said they're supposed to announce whether or not if they're charging uh, the cops with her murder.
1: So the simple fact that they're preparing for civil unrest, which is what it looks like, then maybe they have some intel that people are just, they, he said it was happening today, right? Later today. So by tonight, we'll know exactly what the fuck is going on. And we'll also, know, I we'll mean, see
0: but, but the thing that people in the streets again, the thing that's been in this uh this country when this this has happened recently, these last few times, has been when this happens, that's not just these cities, it, other cities follow suit. So I believe that if it is announced, you'll see people take to the streets of major cities across this, this, this nation, man. And then everything going on, man. I mean, I just. It's it's a. It's a scary outlook, man.
1: So they they essentially they gave the family what fifteen million.
0: Something around there.
1: About fifteen million dollars before they even laid out a fucking sentence for the people who caused the. the I mean that's bullshit. This is girl that's sleeping, right? Yeah, she was sleeping at home. Yep. How the fuck does this happen, bro?
0: It's. I mean, the fact that the, the, the just the fact that they're already preparing for civil unrest should tell you all you need to know. Um. If, if you do charge the cops, people aren't going to take to the streets. And you should, I mean, it should be, it, that it's taking this long. It's taking this long, man. Um, only right. one cop got fired for that. Um, they said she was still breathing for a few minutes after the fact. And no one performed, didn't call it EMT till after.
1: You don't think Blue Lives Matter people will hit the streets if, if the cops get locked up?
0: I mean, there's not, while there are Blue Lives Matter people, Blue Lives Matter people aren't the type of people that they're worried about taking to the streets. If blue Lives Matter. People they're they're gonna march peacefully. They're not gonna bust up windows. They're not gonna destroy shit. Uh, you know, I'm not. That's not to disparage anyone doing that. Uh, even though I don't condone it. Um, and that's not saying I condone Blue Lives Matter. Um, Cause I mean, like, like I said, you don't. When people say Blue Lives Matter, no one underneath says All Lives Matter. When people say All Lives Matter, people underneath don't say Blue Lives Matter. You only see those two coming up when anyone says Black or Brown Lives Matter. Realist, long time you see it. You you don't. You, don't, you don't even see blue lives come matter come up, or all lives matter come up when people want to be dicks and be like white lives matter.
1: No one's like just, it, it, They're all such loaded phrases.
0: They are. And they only, and the fact that they only, if no one ever said black lives matter, neither of those two things would ever come about, man. And people can't accept that fact or the fact that they're buying into the okey-doke. And people that, like, yo, there's some people, like, people that think that Christians, good Christians, I see saying, oh, why can't we all just love each other one another? And if you as a Christian or you claim to be a Christian don't get the whole picture going on in the world, then it's clear you only see one side of the Bible and you're a person that believes Jesus is white.
1: And that shit's been like debunked so many times. Like
0: Jesus ain't white, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. If you believe in a white Jesus, that's cool. But you, you can clearly tell. If you, if you read the Bible from where Jesus was, ain't too many white, blonde-haired, <laughs> blue-eyed motherfuckers from that region. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ain't too many Caucasians from that fucking region. Most people from that region have some form of, you know, melanated fucking skin. Absolutely. Some fucking form. I'm sorry. Deal with it. Deal with it. It. You know, one of the things I love about uh, you know, I told you my favorite st- uh, Stone song is uh, uh, um, "Sympathy for the Devil" is uh my favorite Stone song, and one of the lines he says, in that, they saying that shit is uh, I watched for ten decades as the king, as your queens and kings fought for the gods they made. Mm. And be like, yo, like people when pe like I heard like when I read about the song when it came out, how people called them devil worshippers and shit. It's like I get how people wouldn't. But the first time I heard him, like, wow, like I'm listening to the lines and shit. It's like when he's like, I shout out, "Who killed the Kennedys?" When after all, it was you and me. Like when he's talking about the revolution, uh, World War uh, one revolution when they killed the uh the Tsar Russia and his family.
1: You ever seen those stores that sell nothing but religious artifacts? I think they got one right there on on Wilson, it's like right?
0: Wilson and like fucking Willoughby or something. I always, the wondered, us.
1: I always wondered how places like that stayed open, and Dude. I've never really been in one, but I've peeked inside of that one that's over there. And just the misrepresentation on on the actual artifacts that are being sold to people—it's just—it's the business of belief. Whoever—it's all subjective to who you talk to. So a lot of religions even teach the same thing. It's just from different parts of the world in a different language. And if you don't look like the person that looks like that over there, then you will automatically be like, oh, he don't believe in what the fuck I believe in. But a lot of the text is the same thing. It's the same principles.
0: Same simple principles, bro. It's the same book, like just spoken different ways, bro. And I mean, like like I say, man, that's why, I, I mean, I think after, like I tell people growing up, J-Dubs, why well, it's hard for me to believe in a, or any organized religion? I've never believed in organized religion ever again as long as Because it's,
1: it's a company.
0: It is. It's, it's a company. And, and all of them. Like, <clears throat> and who's to say who's right? How many Bibles are around? If, if there's one God, shouldn't there be one Bible? Like,
1: if, if you're in the business of faith, then the faith that you preach has to be be relatable to the lifestyle that you live. So a lot of religions, they rewrite the Bible. Like the other day I was having a biblical discussion and somebody was using the King James Version of the Bible and looking at my old Jehovah's Witness Bible, it's not the same thing that's written. It's just but,
0: like uh, he, uh your boy uh our boy Juan Juan He had put us on there a long time ago with the J Dub shit. That that's why it's called like it's not called it's like that's why it has that long the new world trans, or Holy, like that's the, why the, the new tra-
1: world translation
0: not transliteration he said not translation so cause it's it's, transliteration yeah because it's a different way of saying like that you could change yeah, now words I gotta go and home shit. and
1: check he has said that I always thought it was translation
0: me too. Yeah, it's like like those things. Your eyes yeah, look past it real fast. Walked,
1: we We literally had this fucking Bible in our houses our entire lives. And I like, realized. there's still
0: one. I'm not gonna lie, there's still one on a bookshelf in my house. Like I will, I don't even know what it made it catch my eye the other day, bro. But I'm like, nigga, that's a J Dub Bible. I still. I hate to admit it. I still have the one my grand. Because my grandmother got it, and you know the engraved ones. Mm, the red that's the one that I the, have with the gold. I I still have the one my grandmother got me engraved. Like, I would never do anything to that. That's something that was sacred to her. It meant something to her. I held on to that. I've never, like, like, I'm not gonna say I'm never opening it. I only opened it in meetings. I've never read it, like, completely except in meetings where they tell me, here, read this. Uh, But other than that, bro, like...
1: What's genius about the organizational aspect of religion, especially Jehovah's Witnesses, they want everyone to read the Bible, right? But... They want you to read the Bible with literature that they wrote. And they're going to give you their explanations of... And they break it down so crazy that it's like, it'll be like, go to Exodus chapter 2, verse 3, part A. And then they choose like four words out of that shit. And then they'll write two pages on those four words as to what it means. and. When you go street or uh, doing street work or, or house to house and you're knocking on people's doors and you have this one little lesson. Oh, go to Exodus, this, this part A. And this is what it means. like you're not really understanding what the you hell mean, you're you reading. Um, you don't know what the hell you're reading.
0: Man, it's uh, your brother. When your brother did his, my own.
1: brother was on a rampage. When he,
0: like, when he just did the contradiction. He showed me the contradiction. Like, yo, I said, never read the Bible. This. So if you point out something to me, I'm going to believe it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like this and that. And then, you, know, you tell telling him to do this. Why telling him to do that? Come on. Like, which way you want it?
1: Like, when it got to the point that my brother was challenging elders, and they came to my mom's house, everybody had a nice discussion, trying to debunk each other's ideas and shit. And the questions that my brother was was putting forth, like they had zero answers for them shits, bro.
0: That's the thing, man.
1: And it's you don't read the Bible, you just you like, read texts, and then know. you read literature.
0: I I one hundred percent, I 100% honestly don't know what it came down to with my dad leaving all the way completely, but I know that he had a few meetings with elders the where they bumped heads on shit. And I know it came down to lifestyle, like and you you coming to me at this. And my dad told me like, yo, like the, some of the people who sold money, like the shit they was doing before they got caught. Like I never did any of that shit. I wasn't down with it. Like I like for cursing, like drinking, having some fun. Like, but the shit they, like my dad told me, they was doing like, was like, it's fucking wild. And then they were always the first ones to rat niggas out. Just to say- just so Because could stay they want to
1: deflect all of that attention away from themselves.
0: My dad told me that it used, to, it used to be like that when he was in that shit. So, like, the shit that you used to, like, you tell me that happened with you, like, it's not a shocker. It's not a shocker at all, bro, with any of that shit, bro. And, I mean, that's that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad to think of like that, that this is a been a generational aspect sort of thing, man. Because you think it's been generations of the same people in it, same generations, dads and uncles was elders. So, when you're younger, you're supposed to move up that ladder. You look into it to become an elder. You know, other people, how many people that are still in it that were you in it? Whose dad was uncle? You told me people who are moving towards elders and shit. Who's, you told me who's an elder now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, <laughs> can't drop names, like, but you told me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, like, that's fucking shocking. You know what I'm saying? saying. Just gotta fall in line, bro. You, like, some people can't break toe. Like, to see people that did break toe and didn't, uh, you know, didn't go completely off the reins and so I can the, live a normal life.
1: But that's the that's the. That's the fear campaign aspect of of what they do because they'll essentially, all right, you decide you want to get up and leave. If your life goes to shit, now you are a prime example of what happens when you leave. And they, they're fear mongers, bro. It's like, oh, and they will always drop names of people. Like, you want to end up like this guy? You want to end up, and they not do that shit like on stage, tell stories, bro. Man, like. It's like, yo, that shit, you're basically publicly flaming somebody right now in front of everyone just to keep everyone else in line. You want to end up like this, dude? You know he smokes crack, and he don't even smoke crack. Did somebody saw him smoke a cigarette one day and said he must be smoking crack. <laughs> so it's like, oh man, it's a man. fucking snowball effect. Infinity bro, any of these people
0: ever bumped into me coming out after smoking a bong, bro? Shit, I've but I haven't seen anyone like from when we were in our congregation in so long, man. Like, or any, even even people that maybe knew my grandmother, I haven't seen it in so long. Last person I saw, uh, I was doing real estate. And it was her best friend. Uh, Mary Payne. And I saw her by her house. I uh, just showing a place like a couple blocks over. Uh, not a couple blocks over, but a couple doors over. And she was outside. I spoke to her for a while.
1: I see people more at funerals than anything else.
0: I haven't been to J J-dub, you know. Uh, they often. come to my funerals.
1: Yeah. So. Names,
0: support your mom. Yeah. Your mom, mom.
1: But then they're always, they, they have this way of. Cause technically, you're not supposed to talk to me. You're not supposed to interact with me. It's it's written in the book. I'm a disfellowshipped Jehovah's Witness. It's illegal to talk to me. But they'll be it's still be, forbidden. Yeah, they it's they, forbidden. they they still try to like you know put their hand under their arm, and be like, "Yo, what's good. Give me some dap real quick." Like, haven't seen you in that long, bro. And then they'll give me a a, a sympathetic hug. Like, I remember I was, like, my dad was laid out, and I'm I'm standing in front of the casket, and I saw a bunch of people coming in, and these are people that I would see in the street all the time. Some of them live a couple blocks from here, bro, right there. See them all the time. Never look at me. But then, now we're at a funeral, and you you, you feel bad, and you want to... Not just be, because my mom wasn't at my dad's funeral. So now you're just doing it for my sister. Now you're doing it because Nancy's there. And you want to show peace. There's a million ways to show peace, bro. You don't have to show up to a funeral and give me a fake hug. How about just nodding at me when I nod at you in the street? You don't got to give me dap. You don't got to give me a hug, bro, or a kiss on the cheek. Just a acknowledge. Lot of people, let's acknowledge each other. There's like,
0: a lot of people. I, I went to elementary school with. I don't really talk to like that, but I remember still. I see in the hood, see on the block sometimes. Walk, see the walk on the road, but still remember. who Just given that that that's a courtesy. Up? Nod. Yeah. How you doing? What's up? Yeah. How you been?
1: Cool. I see you. That's what you're saying. I see you.
0: How you see What's like, it, like it's like yo. Know, like I told you, bro. Like when I be when I have the suit, tie everything on, man. I'm on my way to work. When I just people I don't know hit me with the. How you doing, brother? Like, I feel like, oh shit, am I, am I finally an upstanding member of society? Oh shit, I mean, like, like out of Elbow, nowhere.
1: James Bond. He
0: like, just hits you with the, how you doing, brother? Like,
1: but when you don't even do that, when you don't even do that, and then you <clears throat> basically use Christianity as the, the bullets of your gun because you've only read half of what it said and then all of what they told you. And you I mean, read half of what it said and all of what they told you. Because that little text that they told you to read, they wrote two pages in the Watchtower magazine about that shit. And, and then how
0: it, many people wrote that two pages? Shh. Do they even put names on these articles in the no. Watchtower? They just, in the Watchtower. Like, they're making you think You like, don't...
1: The, it's not a, a me thing. It's a... We thing. It's a we thing. And they tell you, like, one of the things that I was prepped for which is crazy that they was actually prepping me for this shit was to become a Bethelite. And to become a Bethelite, you got to take a vow of poverty.
0: A vow of poverty? A vow of poverty. The fuck is that? I mean you're supposed to, what, just go poor for the, for the church?
1: So, essentially, I, they sold the properties in, in, in Brooklyn Heights, but when they had the properties, they had... There was multiple buildings that were connected. I've said this before with the underground tunnels. Half of those buildings were residential and half were commercial. Yeah. So they give you a place to live. You eat at the cafeteria. Your food is free and all that shit. I think they give you like a hundred dollars a month, just for like spending money or whatever you want. But outside of that, you you're you're there. You you work for them. So you work all day for free. You got to chill with the people inside that work with you and live with you. You got to go to the Kingdom Hall that they assign you to. You got to do all the assignments so they'll pay for your life. They'll make sure you got a little couple of clothes and shit, but that's it. You 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 work for them. You
0: know, I, I went one time I we were in the JWs. We went to Bethel one time. Uh, there was somebody in the congregation who was a Bethelite and went down there chill. And I remember watching TV, and uh, it was like one time I can't remember what came on. I was like, yo, why you turn from that? And it was like, I was supposed to watch that. That's the world.
1: It's like, it's like Frosty Snowman or some <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh, man, like you kidding me? It's fucking March Frosty. of the Wooden Soldiers.
0: Come on, man! Like the fuck out of it with that nonsense. Like,
1: I used to go to Bethel because my congregation was filled with bethelites Like for some reason, really- Woodbine Spanish got really big at one point before they split it up into like three different congregations. So we had at least eight, ten bethelites there. And they would be the kind of be like, they, they tried to get the youth together for basketball games. And then you'd be like, all right, so what are we playing? they like, oh, two-hand touch. It's like, no, we're in a field. <laughs> we're going to play tackle. We're not supposed to play tackle. It's like, all right, two-hand touch. After the game, we go upstairs and start watching a DVD. This is when DVDs first came out. And we was watching um, Gone in 60 Seconds. Ah, There was one part where like Angelina Jolie, wow, on she, the, uh... she, she gets on top of him in the car. On the uh, when she gets it's, on the, the gear shift, yeah. <laughs> it's like you just see that one cold sweat going down this Bethelite's head. He's just looking around to see if anybody's gonna say anything because he thought he was about to get in trouble for putting that shit on. I'm like, bro, everybody needs to fucking relax, bro. Isn't that that shit's not even fucking rated R, is it? It's PG-13. It's PG-13 movie. It's
0: PG-13 movie. Sit sit down and chill the fuck, <laughs> off, man. <laughs> like, like I just said that. I feel for people, man, like that grew up in it, that are still in like even like
1: petrified.
0: I don't want to say religion because I know people that grew up religious, that you know have spiritual faith, have faith in you know the Lord that they know, um, and they they are nothing like J-Tubs. They're warm, welcoming people. They don't you know hammer you with religion. Uh, They they sometimes they know you're in a tight spot, say maybe you know, but they don't try to force it on you.
1: But there's there's a big differentiator that I see between people. You have the class of people who. Really fear God and love God and want to get closer to God. And then you have people that are addicted to the organization. The organizational aspect makes people that work regular shitty jobs high-ranking officials in the church. And they start becoming drunk with that power. They start abusing that power, bro. And I've seen that shit happen Millions of times already. Bro. <laughs> you you know, like you hey, you see this shit bro. stories.
0: I've heard them. I've heard it's them. So like you're
1: talking about people that make minimum wage at work, and then when they get out, they're this high-profile Jehovah's Witness that everybody wants to be around. And you, once you take them away from that situation. They, they can't survive on, on that's why in I, like, the real world. I,
0: you know, this is a bit of a segue. Man, this, is, this is those reasons, those times like when I told you when I wanted to like slap the guy behind the counters at the Game Stops. It's like, bro, like do you see me? Like if I want to right now, I can just reach over this thing and slap you clear across your fucking face. One time, one time. And I don't have to fully extend my arm. Like you're gonna extend me some courtesy and you're gonna talk to me like a paying customer. Like but like that's the thing. Like people, like they, they get in these environments and they forget, like, hey, listen. Like, hey, shit could change real fast. (laughs) Real, like, (laughs) snap of a finger, bro. Like, yo, I've seen it too many times. I've told people too many times, too many nights at work where shit is going good, shit is going smooth. And then out of nowhere, yo, we got incident here, incident here, incident there. And bang, 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 back to back to back. Like we settled on this incident and our radio go off. Yo, we got to fight here. We got to need security here. So some people got to stay here, deal with that. Then we got to go deal with this situation while they still dealing with that. And then we get another call on our radio. And then some people got finish dealing with this while we got to go deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: And I've seen you.
0: You've seen in no situation. In no situation, dealing with this, and we tossing somebody out. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, you you seen it at night where we threw somebody out, and I'm the guy who went, like, yo, like, y'all up here. Nobody's been inside in fucking minutes, like, like a good twenty twenty five minutes. Let me go check, do a quick perimeter, do a quick, you know, floor sweep. I didn't even get to start my floor sweep. The second I'm walking in, I see a dude going behind the bar, and our kitchen manager jumping over the bar to try to like stop him. And as we got you saw me and Lorenzo throw out the door. <laughs>
1: You didn't just throw him out of the door. He
0: was off his feet, like we
1: like, you, like
0: you, we literally threw him
1: out the door. You guys tossed him out of there like Uncle Phil did Jazzy Jeff every episode. It's like, and he even did the noise.
0: Ah, <laughs> was he went like, the door and landed on his ass? It's like, oh my god! Like we tossed a few. yo. I remember one night, man. Uh This is totally unrelated, but tossing somebody out. It was snowing one night, and dudes uh disrespected like my pops. And he was inside. I was doing, door, and then, like, I saw my dad. He was trying to get them out, like, the floor's was little slippery. And one of them pushed him and made him slip. And I saw my dad fall. Yo, I saw a rat. I grabbed this nigga. I dragged him. And I threw him, like, straight out. So the doors was wet. He went, boom, landed on his ass. I grabbed this boy. I'm dragging him. He's like, yo, get on me. Get on me. I threw this nigga's boy, trying to get up, slammed him. They both ended up on their ass. And then the cops come right up the escalator.
1: <laughs> Shit, bro.